Hey there, humanoids. This is David Shoemaker here with a very exciting announcement. Your favorite wrestling podcast feed, The Ringer Wrestling Show, is now going daily. And you can hang out with me and Kaz on Mondays and Thursdays for The Masked Man Show. And you can join me, Peter Rosenberg, alongside stack guy Greg and Dip every Tuesday with Cheap Heat. And on Fridays, I'll welcome a friend or special guest from the world of wrestling. And on Wednesdays, we have a very special new show called Wednesday Worldwide that you're going to want to check out. Pay-per-view reaction, one-of-a-kind interviews, fantasy booking, talking about bagels. That's what we do here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. Follow the show now on Spotify and do us a favor. Give us five stars. And do us another favor and uh, stay mage. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Back in the studio, my spirits are high, my monster can is full, my hatred of the intro music is level all time, and I'm back, I I am very happy to be back with you. Do you feel good to be back in the office? Doesn't it feel more natural? I can interrupt you so much better in here than I could. I can interrupt you too. You didn't even use real words. That doesn't even count. Um, by the way, that topic we were just talking about, see, that's the type of stuff we're going to have in our next podcast when it's just the M and J hour. Oh. J and M hour. J&M sounds better. Is there like a sandwich? I want like a PB&J type of roll off the tongue. MJ hour. And we talk about Michael Jordan a lot. No, Speaking this is life. LeBron. This is only life. <laughs> we have no, nothing to do with sports. And, so, and we've exhausted all other career apps. Av- you know you're just trying to get on my good side with that kind of talk. I talked about you this off air. Stop it. It is good to be back. <laughs> you look at your voice. There's much more inflection. Because I'm not talking to a wall. I have to talk to a screen when you're over there on Zoom. Now you're here. I can smell your breath. It smells like monster. It's good. It does smell like monster. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, we have a couple minutes before we have Cage joining us from Luca Tiger. Luca Braun Tiger. What is it? Luca Luca Nation. That's right. Whatever. They're another podcast that talk about sports cards. Doesn't matter. Not as good as us, but we still like them. Uh, But before that, let's address the elephant in the room or the lion in the room, if you will. You see what I did there? Because he uses the lion. What was the elephant going to be? I don't. I wasn't saying. Well, you said elephants. I didn't. I'm not that. Okay. (laughs) Am I the elephant? Let's talk about LeBron James. Before Cage gets here, you want to do this? Yeah, I do. 
Because I want to, because I think go what I, I would like to do is go back to what we talked about on the last episode, because oh. there were not, I don't want to readdress or hash up the entire well, no, thing. Wine, you were wrong, by the way. Do you do you think that at all or no? Are you doubling down? Wait, wait what, what was I, I caught a lot of heat for your take. My take is very simple. And then you say your take. I hate LeBron as a player. Yes. I don't care about his political views or anything off the court. I think he's a model citizen. I hate him for two reasons. He was a huge nemesis to the Celtics when he played for the Cavs in the uh-huh, Heat. Uh-huh. And now he plays for the Lakers, a sworn enemy of the Celtics. That's the only reason I hate him. That's but not in, the only reason. You also well, said— I hate, I hate his style of play, his flopping and whining. Yes. In conjunction with that, though, uh-huh. I acknowledge he's probably the second greatest player of all time. And the points thing was amazing. But I don't know why people—like you have. I think he's great, and I can't stand him. I hated Peyton Manning, by the way, for the same reason. He's an all-time great. He was an enemy of my team. I hated him. Very simple. My take you was went that way overboard. I just shut up. I did not go way overboard. That's not my nice. take was that I did not like his his lack of humility, which I thought was terrible. A terrible take. That's not a terrible take. But He's Jordan, still Kobe. All these guys. I'm just saying crazy that egomaniacs. There, maybe not Kobe as much now. There's a lot of it, but there have been some corrections. I I don't know if I said morality. I don't remember saying that, but someone said that in a comment. Hard to say. If I did, I did. I forgot I, the question. I, I take it back. Um, because I've done some research since then. I really only knew LeBron from like the takes that I see on TV and TikTok. Honestly, other than watching him in the game, I knew really nothing about his background. But learning more about his background, I will say he does seem like a really nice guy and a good family I, man. I've never and anything done bad. A lot of like good with the community and charities. You and don't all like that. that he called himself the goat though, like stuff like that. I don't like when someone is constant. Like that's that. My thing is, I've seen Jordan comment about like him being good, but I've also seen him talking about team effort and like couldn't have been here without everybody else. I You've just, heard Michael Jordan say that? Yes. I have seen, I, granted, again, this is like little clips on TikTok. Maybe they're taken out of context, whatever the case may be. If, if, you, do a Google, a team if you do a Google search, uh, well, in, in hindsight, like we know he wasn't a team guy, Jordan. But like when he punched Steve but, Kerr in the face, was he being a team guy? But there was guy? a lot of times, like at the time, he was not marketed as like, a, you know, it's only me. There's well, no, no social media, but that's the thing. So now we know that he like, wasn't as, you know, a team guy as we think. So going back to LeBron, I do think that my take was, I don't like his lack of humility. I still think that's the case. However, I do think my overall opinion of him was a little too harsh. I think that he's a very and nice I think, guy. I just think every one of these, every professional athlete at a high level like that has the same pride in what they do and think they're the best. So I, I don't have no issue. But I, I never said though. anything about his ability though. Like I still no, no, agree. Saying, like as far as I'm saying, all that goes, I'm saying to your point, the lack of humility, I, I think all those guys are, I don't think humility is high on the list. Like Brady thinks he's the greatest and probably talks about that all the time. Maybe we don't hear clips like it. So I don't, yeah, I think you're just doubling down to bad take. That's okay. It's I don't not a that. doubling down of a bad take. It's just a personal opinion that right. I don't, and it, but you're reaffirming it, which I, I'm actually glad I don't mind. I disagree with you, but I'm glad you're standing behind it. I thought you're going to come on here and cower. And instead you're saying, no, I still feel like that. I'm happy. This makes me happy. I don't, I don't agree with your take. I know. I know you don't. I, don't. I love That's that you're fine. standing by it. Okay. 
That's a compliment. I don't know if it is. I feel, it really I'm very is. confused. I, would, I don't know I, what emotion to feel, like good or bad. You don't have to say much more. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I agree. So, Oh, by the way, I did put yes. out a poll. because, And one of the reasons why I even commented when there was a lot of talk on the Facebook group about the show and what we talked about with LeBron was because like, there is a, there's a large consensus in the general public, I guess, that there's hate towards LeBron. Um, and granted, some of that hate is because jealousy or, or like whatever the case may be. But I did just want to see what the general thought was in our Facebook group. The overall, the largest response was, I, I basically said, do you love him, like him, indifferent, dislike him, or hate him? The largest response is dislike him. However, if you added up the total votes between dislike and hate versus love and like. 50-50. It's 50-50. It's right down the middle. Here, here's the issue, too. Just to be clear. I just, I, I cannot stand the debate. And by the way, I think these top 10 lists and all this garbage is, is totally useless. Like, you cannot tell me that if LeBron, this has just turned into sports hour, by the way, which I'm fine <laughs> with. You cannot tell me the, the issue is if you're a LeBron guy, he does no wrong and that's it. And if you're a Jordan guy, he never did anything wrong and that's it. He's the greatest. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they're both great. And if they play at the same time, I don't know. You can let him in. Yeah, that's good. Matt's here. His oh, name is Cage. I couldn't remember his name, actually. Matt, can we say his name? I don't, I don't know. I've never actually heard his name. I don't think we should name. say his last name. Who has a last name with back-to-back E's in it, by the way? Yeah. It's a serial killer name. Um, and no video. Yeah. It's Rough not. look for him. So my overall take with LeBron, I think he's a top three talent of all time. Greatest player of all time. Top three. Yeah. Behind Jordan for me, number two. I don't like him, and, and I don't care. That's fine. I think he's done uh-huh. things greater than Jordan. I think Jordan was better at things than he is. But he was also, he also has played the game a lot longer. So it's like, who's to say what but would even happen? that, by the way, then people started knocking that. Like, well, yeah, he played longer than Kareem. No. Yeah. Uh, ability. Availability is a Wait. great ability. That is a, that is a huge bonus. He's played more games than Kareem did. No, he, oh, no, more games. Yes. I was going to say, he's played the same amount of seasons. Cage They've lawyer, both played Cage 20 lawyer. seasons. Cage Lawyer is here. Or they've been in it for 20 From seasons. From the Luca podcast. Luca Nation podcast. So, Your name is Matt Worth. Can we say you that? Can't, Do you want us to edit, edit that Come out? On. We'll bleep that if you want. You know, try putting the toothpaste back in the tube, Jesse. <laughs> Everyone knows. Now they're going to be looking for your lawyer services. Uh-oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what is wrong? Do you want to keep... You, what's well, your address? his name is Cage Lawyer. I be think I think people know he's a but they lawyer. Don't know the full... My last name is Lawyer? <laughs> Wait, your last name's not Lawyer? I'll be honest. After his terrible LeBron take, he might have thought that. It's it's very possible. <laughs> I Hang on. Matt has a... Matt has, I'm calling him Matt now. I can't go back to a nickname now. Cage. Matt go has a, Matt has a great good. LeBron story. Matt, could you tell us about your LeBron card, please? Oh, Can we share geez. this on air? Can we oh, do this? Yeah. Are you okay saying this? I'm in. Yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, listen. So, so, so I sold the LeBron card gold last night. Um, you can hear probably, probably details about it on, on our tonight's episode on Lucas Tigers and Bronze. I know okay. you gave me a big intro. I, I appreciate that. But I'll be joining you know, went tonight. Through it. But basically, I, um, I, <laughs> I bought last year LeBron Exquisite RPA 03 and, you know, decided, hey, you know, what's the exit point on this one? And it's funny, man. I know, you know, we're going to talk about trades and the NBA and the whole deal. But one of the best conversations I think to have, um, you know, in the hobby now when you're doing hobby content is, you know, why are you buying cards? You know, Andrew and I kind of went, there's two reasons to buy cards. You buy cards you love them. You buy cards for an investment. There is a, you know, a school of thought on people that say you should only buy the cards you love. Um, you know, you got people out there who've been collecting for a long time that say, you know, cards are worth something because we love them. Cards, you know, we don't love them because they're worth something, right? Mm-hmm. You've heard mm-hmm. that before? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm right know, in the middle, by the way, for the record. 50-50. I yep. buy some stuff I like, and I like some stuff because it's worth money. 
So this was one where I would say I liked it. It's iconic. It's all that fun stuff. But I'm not a LeBron guy per se, and you know it's not a card that I know you know backwards and forwards. It's not you know I I, I would put my my knowledge of vintage baseball up against almost anybody. Not so much exquisite. I'd have to have Carvin you know sitting next to me to give me a few of the answers. But no, so be this a was three hour be a three hour obviously. story if Carvin was telling it. So let's just yeah, let's <laughs> save that, please. Holy smokes! Oh, by the way, while there's an interruption here, what was the patch like on that card? Was it good? It was uh, it was white, and in the bottom left corner, there was just a small, you know, you'd call it three colors, but it definitely wasn't the best patch. Okay, right? Okay, and there's more to it than that, right? There's more to it than this. This was, you know, this was I would call it a, a gamble um, that I took on the card. You know, at the time, I purchased the card for you know, um, let's call it high twos. Yes, I'm that kind of now, baller, Jesse. Now, now, um, when you say twos, you have to clarify. That's not two thousand or twenty thousand. Two hundred sixty-five thousand. Okay, there we go. Holy that's out of the bag. Yeah, All right, continue. So I'm, I'm you, know, you, can, you can find. You can find the uh, you could find the you know sale. It's all public stuff. You can look up all this information. But when I bought it, it was uh, it was something that I researched. It was in a um, it was in an altered, um, authentic slab. Oh, okay. Um, you know, so it was in a Beckett slab, and I, the card is not altered. Um, you know, and previously it was in a Beckett authentic slab. It wasn't in an altered slab. Um, you know, it was, it was in just a Beckett, you know, um, authentic. So it's weird. It's been all over the place. Anyway, I looked at the card, I researched it. I talked to all the people who know everything about this card and they're like, yeah, this, I mean, it's not a patch swap. Here's pictures of the card, you know, back in 2006 with the same patch, you know, it's not one of this, you know, it's just the card was not in the greatest shape. Um, you know, some of those thick cards, you know, they get pressed, they get, you know, ding, they get a little crease, you get a little corner wear, you know, you get all kinds of stuff going on with them. So anyway, um, at national, I got the card put in a PSA authentic with a 10 auto and that's how it was sold. Um, I decided to sell it right as LeBron was breaking the scoring record, you know, Probably breaking one the of my own time. rules. Yep. But you'd think it's like, that's a great exit. Everybody's talking about it. He literally broke the record, you know, hours before this thing ended. It wasn't even a day. Everybody was talking about the news, news article, the whole deal. And with buyer's premium, it sold for 228 That And obviously, I don't get the buyer's premium. The that, that is less than what you paid for, is what you're telling That's me. That's not the same that amount. Is a good, that is a good <laughs> yearly salary for some poor working <laughs> schmuck. <laughs> In loss. That's okay. Um, You're still doing great, though. Why are you looking at Jesse? When you say schmuck and you, you put the accent, why are you looking at Jesse when you say schmuck? You I hold it and you hold eye well, contact. I wasn't him, sure if I could say that word. Ask him to say anything bad and see where he looks. If it's a bad thing, it's just I automatic. I Jesse I, for I, approval. I don't like, know. I haven't I given him a cringe like, oh, can't say that. So yeah. you're good. Yeah, okay. schmuck's fine. All right, so let's move on. Le- LeBron's a dumpster fire, obviously. No, he's <laughs> just kidding. He's great. Just cost your kid college. Let's be honest, though. Your kids don't need to go to college. Like in 20 years, no one's going to do that anymore anyways. Well, it'll be a wasteland. Hope, it'll be, be a nuclear wasteland. Yeah. I mean, dude, I didn't go to college. I'm doing just fine. I mean, you're doing just fine. Look what Jesse's doing. Yeah, I went well, to college. He went to college. And and not as great. So that's okay. They're proving my point. Up. I don't have a mortgage, okay, bro? Listen, with the trades, LeBron got a pretty good team. They, they, got, they got LeBron, they got the pieces that he needs, I think, to actually do something in the West there. I mean, the West got tougher, but, you know, I mean, it's funny. If you go last week, one of my episodes, I said the Lakers are going to get Beasley. He's a great piece for them. You know, you Russell's know? a good piece for them. I do like The Russell. contracts matched up. The contracts matched up and the teams matched up. You know, you know they weren't going to be bringing in, 
Um, and they weren't going to be bringing in, you know, Kevin Durant or, you know, st- something like that wasn't going to happen. There were only a few pieces that the Lakers could bring in, you know, only a few teams that they had, you know, kind of contract matches with. Um, so Beasley was just on the radar the whole time. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I like what the Lakers did, you know. What, who, do, um, who benefits son, more? My, from that trade? Yeah. Oh, well, from well. a card perspective, people who are holding Anthony Edwards cards, they, they will benefit because Anthony Edwards now is going to have the ability to really fill the stat sheet a little bit more. Um, you know, you don't have the Angela Russell out there. It's just another, you know, you would like to think that, you know, Minnesota would say, okay, Edwards, you know, do your thing now, you know, go ahead and fill the stat sheet. And, and you know, and you'd think that his number is going to look a little, a little gaudier. Um, you know, I think the Lakers, the Lakers did really well in the trade. The one biggest loser I know of is my son because he had a Rui Hachimura jersey on the Wizards and he can't wear it anymore. He has a Durant jersey on the Nets, has a Kyrie Irving jersey on the Nets, and he won't wear it. Once they're up the team, he's done. And he's not going so to college he, now. Rough week for your kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Rough week. We're looking, Rough for week, an, we're looking for an intern. Don't worry. All right, so here, these three guys, here's, here's the premise I set today on the poll. Pull up the polling if you would. So based on Jesse, today's... Jesse, pull up your poll. Let's Jesse, see. pull your poll. Based on today's that, now, that's where poll. I'm looking at Mike. Poll, that's the Twitter, one of those. the Facebook poll, pull it all. Carlos, just go ahead and mute all these things. Go ahead. What I are got you it. talking? I about? got it. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> this is gold, Jesse. Don't mute any of them. Based on today's values and those being the basic premise, Cam Thomas all time high, selling along the likes of some of the greats from that class last year. You got that Denton document. I do. Like he is selling, unbelievable, rightly so, for the week he's had. We've got Kyrie, who's had a ten to fifteen ish roughly bump because he goes and plays with Luca. And then Kevin Durant has Durant stuff moved at all. Actually, I didn't pull Kevin Durant's pricing, but I'll pull it right the now. The few pieces, the few cars I I've can't sold of imagine. Durant, very almost no movement. Well, like he's going to the Suns, now Paul they Pierce. Will. You think he's go you think it's going up? Yeah, now I think they will. Now him and Chris Paul would be the, the stuff I'd be looking at. Maybe so, Devin Booker. If you got to buy, hang on. Let me, let me. So if you have Go to ahead. buy one of these guys, Kyrie, Cam, KD today, or one of the Russells, Westbrook or D'Angelo, with the thought of moving it at some point this season, regular postseason, whatever. Who are you buying of that group? AD with a close second, Russell Westbrook, because I believe he's going to get moved again after a buyout. Yeah, I don't think he's going to play a game for the Jazz. I am curious where he goes, but then again, too, I can't see him contributing to a winning team. I, I am. I'm actually in the KD camp. I'm. I'm. I'm with you there. KD, because listen, it's just short term. You you gave me very very defined parameters. You're buying now with an eye towards selling sometime before the end of the season. You know that that team, it's a fantasy roster. You know I don't give them that they're going to walk through the finals because Jesse's an athlete. I can tell when you look at him, right? And there's a difference between athletes who actually you know know the sport and fantasy players. The Suns have a great fantasy team. You know that starting five. I put that starting five against anybody, but they just lost a lot of depth. You know, Mikel Bridge is great perimeter defender. Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson is going to actually, he's going to be really great for the Nets when he gets real runtime. Um, and, you know, to get through the gauntlet of the playoffs, you need more than just that, you know, those four future, you know, Hall of Famers. I'm not totally calling it the Hall of Famer, but you understand what I'm saying. It's a great from, you know, the, the top four I put against anybody. Um, you know, Durant is going to be playing meaningful games. And I think I haven't looked at the odds, but the odds makers have to move the Suns' odds up um, significantly with Paul. Durant, Booker, and Aiton. So I mean, me, that looks like a Let me throw this at you then. So let me throw this at you mm-hmm. then. Because here's the only hesitation I have with Kevin Durant. 
I, I still believe he is the most spineless superstar of all time. Like to move from like unbelievably loaded team to loaded team and never being able to make a finals appearance even without having an all-star cast around him hurts his legacy long-term for me. This obviously you're going to a team that was in the finals a couple years ago or two years ago. They're in the finals, you know, last year, uh, shoot, they were, they won a couple series. I, I think they won at least a playoff series. I don't know. I don't really, I don't care about fans. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. So they will. And yeah. then now this year, although they're a 500 team right now, roughly, You've got Devin Booker, you got Chris Paul, you got Aiden, you got the whole. So I think the knock here is still going to be he's going to another team that's absolutely loaded. What's I just think there's going to be some kind of a delay in the price movement for him. Like I don't think it's going to be instant because I think some guys are like me sitting here going, "Yeah, again another loaded team." What 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 are your thoughts on this? So your argument is legacy versus temporary. So the parameters you gave for price movement is this temporary movement in the next couple of months. Your argument of what Kevin Durant does as far as joining up with super teams is more of a legacy, like after the fact, looking back, oh yeah, if he wins this chip, um, you don't give him credit for it because he joined a super team. If you look at just yesterday versus today and you're a Kevin Durant holder or somebody who's trying to value Kevin Durant's cards, he had no chance yesterday to win a championship this year. He at least has a chance to win with the Suns now. And if you're really just looking at the parameters of I'm buying now and I'm selling in a month, two or three, this move should be better for him, right? He didn't have a chance. And I mean, you could, you could argue that the Nets super team, you know, for the last three years is one of the most, one of the biggest failed sports experiments ever. Oh, it's atrocious. Think of what they did. You know? I yeah. mean, it's, it's so to just to get the stink off of them alone. And move out west, and you know, get back into playing, and you know, being playing meaningful games. I think, you know, it could be temporary because I think you're right. Um, you know, I don't think he does anything great for his legacy. You already have the whole was it his team or Steph's team when he won the championships with Golden State. This will just add to that if he finds a way to win. But just the fact that we're talking about what his what would happen to his legacy if he wins a championship by joining a super team that's better than what's going to happen to his legacy if he stays in the Nets and is playing with Cam Thomas. Who, by the way, is the biggest sell in the world right now? Okay, actually, we agree there. Cam Thomas, by the way, I love him as an individual player right now. I think it's a perfect sell. I also think 2021 basketball is now mirroring very closely to 2022 football for wax. Like 2022, we knew was a very good product. We had very good players, but it wasn't like, you know, Kenny Pickett wasn't going to be the next Trevor Lawrence. Like these guys, and they were good position players, but they weren't moving the needle major, at least not in a major way in the hobby. Then all of a sudden that one spark comes along and we've got uh, Brock Purdy who sets the whole market on fire. I actually think 2021 basketball, because it is cheap right now, like compared to the past few years. But now all of a sudden there's this weird world where we've got Jalen Green balling out. The team is garbage, but who cares? That kid is scoring like a maniac balling out. Sagoon, Sagun, whatever the dude is next to him is playing like <laughs> Kevin McHale and, and Giannis's love child. You still got Scotty Barnes, Mobley, Kate is out, but he's coming back. And now all of a sudden we have this fresh face who scores the most points in the history of basketball in his first three games. Like I do agree though, sell him now, but I actually love what he's going to do for 2021 basketball. And all of a sudden that delay in product, I think is going to play into his hand perfectly. So big win for the hobby, in my opinion. The Durant trade being traded away actually helps him because, you know, you could see some more points. They're going to give him run. You know, they have no stars there that they need to put up the points where Durant would have been the, you know, the, the key to bringing back a, a, you know, Bridges who will probably score and Cam who's going to score. You know, now you have two Cam's basically confusing. But if you watch the games now, I'm not going to judge him by the fourth quarter he played against Chris Paul, who's an old world defender, Hall of Fame defender, great defender. If you watch in that third game, he had 30 points at the end of the third quarter and the first nine minutes of the fourth quarter. He had 
way more turnovers and points because he had no points. He was sitting on 30 with three minutes left in that game. He was dribbling up the court. He was losing the ball. He was fumbling the ball. Paul would steal the ball from him twice on one possession. Um, you know, they were feeding him. He gets the ball every single time, but he got to 42 or whatever it was because at the end of the game, literally no one else shot. And then when it got to fouls, he took all the foul shots, you name it. And that's because they traded Kyrie. They traded away their team. The team that they're getting back, Dinwiddie and all the other, they weren't there yet. So literally there was no offense. There's no team left. It is a perfect situation that will never, ever happen again for him. So to me, it's more of, you know, Cam Thomas, take your money where you can right now because he may never score 40 again. So you would disagree that the 2021 product would not be necessarily a great buy at this point if you're basing it, if you're hedging on the fact that you're looking for Cam Thomas because ultimately it sounds like Cam Thomas, in your opinion, is not going to be the guy. I mean, he could be a fine NBA player. He could be a rotation player. He can be a starter on a team, but he's not somebody that's like, wow, I'm looking for the next generation. I'm looking for, you know, paying job money for this stuff. hundred percent. I think if I'm a breaker, I'm loving 2021 product right now. Cause I got to pick it up and people are looking to try to break it and get Cam Thomas. 100%. Yep. So in the short term, yeah, 2021 product, but I think, see, I disagree. Though. I think long-term because we have the other established guys I already mentioned and the pricing yeah. is cheap. I was watching Josh Giddy in the game. With Josh Giddy's another guy we need to talk to. Yeah, he was looking pretty oh, good. Well, we finally found something to agree. I don't even want to let you keep talking. Like, let's end on a good note. We agree <laughs> to sell Camp Thomas. You know, your kid's going to be working at McDonald's. That's fine because you blew his college fund. And we look forward to talking to you again in the future. Oh, guys, we're just ending on a high note. I like that. That was it. Anytime, I told him 10 minutes. Anytime. Anytime you'll have me. I appreciate it. I mean, the guy shows up with better hair than me wearing a suit. I'm good. Ten minutes is enough for me. George leave him wanting more move. Thank you. Thank you for the time, brother. Thank you, Matt Worth. Luca Nation podcast. Check it out. And if you need legal services, I can't recommend that. But (laughs) there you go. No, don't call me. Don't call (laughs) Call Jesse. There you go. Call Jesse, the athlete. See you, man. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Now until May 12th, get up to 30% off personalized jewelry, style, decor, and so many other items mom will love. And if you want her to know you put a ton of thought into her present, use Gift Mode. 
Gift Mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can easily find well-crafted, original, and affordable pieces from small shops. Just tap or click Gift Mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about mom, and Gift Mode instantly gives you curated ideas based on hundreds of personas. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. I actually agree with everything you said. Yeah, we rarely agree. The only thing we didn't, I, I wanted to add in, but I didn't want to, to keep mess up the flow. Here's the thing. I, you are not a part of it when me and him are going off like that. I don't I, care for it. I You I noticed I back. didn't say anything. No, I let saying. you in. I want um, you back. My, my only comment was about something that we talked about with your brother. I don't like calling him. You call him your brother, but biologically it's a cousin. So it's just weird for me to say brother. Um, Why do you feel the need to drop you on a mortgage? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Um, just call him a brother. Why does it matter to you what I call him? That is our relationship. Everybody it just feels weird. Like, it. if you're cool with me saying your brother, then I'll do that. But Everybody sometimes does. it's like, well, like, sometimes someone says, oh, that's my aunt, when really it's just a close friend. And it's like, I don't want to call him your aunt. Like, I don't know if I'm that guy to do that. So anyways, Mike's cousin, we uh, there was a very short conversation about this, but it does make me think that the Suns are now a team that has talent with Katie and Paul and um, Devin Booker, uh, DeAndre, no, 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 Aiton. Um, but with Paul and Durant, they are so old. I think that's one of the things that affects their pricing. Hang on I'm not saying that Hang they're not going to do well, but Hang I think on. the fact that they are so old. Kevin well, Durant was a top three player in the league before he got hurt. Again, I'm not. I'm not saying anything about their talent. I'm just saying I think their age holds them back on their pricing. That's my, that is my thought. And we've said that before, like some of these older guys in the in NFL, some of the older QBs who may still play well or decently, they get held back on their pricing because of, because guys know they don't have as much that they can do in the future. Yeah. But that's for guys who have kind of like lost favor. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, like something good happened, like a Stafford. Stafford was never like a top tier hobby guy. Then he wins and it's like, okay, he is. Durant has always been a big, a superstar. It's a different. So I, yeah, I, I don't really agree with you, but who knows? Time will tell. Time I think tell. at the same time, though, he is absolutely right about the legacy thing. Like if Durant doesn't win a championship again, it's kind of it's kind of like laughably bad. He just jumped. I mean, that was an interesting take, though, on Cam Thomas, though. I didn't realize that that was kind of the background that he he was putting up points because really there was no one else to do it. I do you mean, do you agree with that? It, the roster was certainly watered down. Yeah. I mean, Durant's out. Kyrie only played one or two of those games and he was gone the last one. So, yeah, Cam Thomas. Ben Simmons was there, but he's not doing. <laughs> you can score more than Ben Simmons can. I mean, but that's, a, that's a tough thing. Flashback like, to a year ago, Ben Simmons' take was. I still so have hot. a ton of Ben Simmons stuff, by the way. Thousands <laughs> of dollars in Ben Simmons. I'm not going to lose 50000 on it like some, some people here. Speaking of a year ago, uh, my Google Photos flashback memory uh, showed me this morning that we were on top of a building in LA. It was uh, the Panini horrible, Super Bowl thing. A horrible city. Actually, I actually kind of had fun at that thing. That was fun. Yeah. I agree. Um, I, I, I did. I hate the city, though. Sure. Okay. Uh, also, what did the poll say? I was curious. Of, oh, of yeah, who yeah, yeah. people want. If, again, gun to your head. You have to buy one. Who, who did people gun say? Gun to your head. Um, Katie. Katie is the overall favorite. Uh, 43%. This. Cam Thomas did come in second, though. Uh, Which is a little surprising to me. I actually think there's a world where we see some spikes with Kyrie. But, but yeah, if I'm going for a couple months, I'm going KD. So Okay. Yeah, and go. then everything else was pretty far by, behind Kyrie was tied with another vote of bacon. So that was the third place vote. In no world am I taking Kyrie over bacon. That was the third place vote. So 
All right, hey, real quick, there is speaking of NFL stuff because we were there for the Super Bowl last year. Super Bowl, of course, is this Sunday. Hello, I'll be at your house for it. Yeah, we are doing a cool little live event. Uh, I'll be live in my office at my house because I don't feel like traveling. Sure. Um, Phoenix Joe, one of our sellers, he has, they got a shop out in Phoenix. Obviously, the name. Uh, they will be live at the NFL charity event. It's NFL and the H two H Foundation. So we're gonna do like some live selling. We're gonna donate. Like for my stuff, I'm donating fifty percent. I don't know what Joe's cut is. Like I'm sure they're donating the majority. I, th- I think I think his boss uh, threw in some stuff as well. Anyways, whatever. We're gonna pre-fill some stuff to give away and rip live. We're gonna simulcast. That what it's called when we stream together when yeah. I'm in the room with them. Sure. Whatever. Simulcast. I don't know. I like that word though. No, you're doing. You're Are saying we simulcasting so well. right now? No, we're not. But <laughs> there's two Zoom windows. Anyways, Saturday night, seven o'clock Eastern. You know I don't care for that time zone. No, it's 6 I'm o'clock central. central. Man. 6 o'clock central, 4 o'clock for the West Coast people. Uh, we'll be live under the Sports Cards Nonsense name on Card Shop Live doing the big charity thing. We're supposedly getting a couple athletes. I know Barry Sanders will be there, uh, Tim Brown, a bunch of like Hall of Famer um, football players are going to be there. That's awesome. Supposedly, we're going to be able to drag them to the live stream for a few. Hello. So that's pretty Actually, cool. it'll be cool. But anyways, that's Saturday night, 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Um, hey, can I was thinking save this to the end, but I kind of want to share it now. Can we share the letter? Go ahead. Or do you want to do something else? Um, so there's a kid named Josh. I'm not going to give out his last name because I don't know if he would uh, yeah, want us to do that. Doxed one person here. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was okay. We gave him the offer to bleep it, and he move, didn't want it. Move along. Josh sent us a letter. It's this. Uh, I'm going to read it to you guys. It's really. We thought it was very. Uh, going to read the whole letter. It's not that long. It's three no. tiny little pairs. There's six sentences. Oh, Dear Mike and Sports Boy. Hi, my name is Josh and I'm 10 years old. I live outside of Boston and I love the Celtics and the Red Sox. We're not going to hold that against him. I love listening to your show and I learn a lot about sports cards from it. I especially like the intro music and right, think pause. it's cool. I had Josh. And think you, it's cool. I said hold. Josh, I'm appreciative of the letter and I <laughs> thank you for being a fan of Boston sports. I don't care for that line. Then no. maybe your parents should have taught you a little bit better. Josh, you are a Just hero kidding. and a winner, and we Did love you. Do ten-year-olds get sarcasm? I don't know. We're right, going to find out when we get the letter from his dad. The sports boy. <laughs> I think it's cool. You learned. You've learned so much about sports and sports cards, Does even it? though you didn't know much before. Okay, hold. He doesn't know that much, Josh. All right, <laughs> That's keep continue. Not fair. My teacher. Accurate, my teacher tells me to try new things, and because you did, I made you this pin in our school ma- maker's space. I hope you like it. And it's a pin that says sports boy. And I absolutely love it. Very Josh, cool. uh, Mike, sometimes you get mad period. I love how it's just like, sometimes you get mad period. It's the most accurate thing Josh has said. <laughs> that, I appreciate it. That's why I found this doll. My dad won't let me write what it actually is called. Uh, so we're going to call the, it a donkey doll. The darn it doll. The darn it doll. I like donkey doll. Uh, the donkey doll because you always call people donkeys. Read the instructions. When you get mad, slam it on the table a bunch of times. I, He's doing it, Josh. I hope to meet you at a card show sometimes. Thanks again for your awesome show. I like this kid. I love Josh. He's an awesome kid. Oh, by the way, he not only did he give me a pin, he also sent his baseball card. This kid's stats. I mean, I'm well, not going to lie. Is, oh, I can't say his name. Same name yeah. as, a, as a former baseball player. Uh, yeah, this kid obviously is a, a hero. So good for him. Um, what else do we got? Next up is you wanted to talk a little bit about... J-Rod, Flawless, whatever. Oh, I finally pulled. Say your thing. I was breaking Flawless again. I actually like Flawless. I still do. I only like it as a hit draft, though, so everybody gets something. I finally pulled my first J-Rod last night for a guy. That's your first? Out of Flawless, it is. Wow, okay. It was the encased RPA number 25 of 25. 
pretty nice. Um, I was very excited about it. That's really all I had to do. Oh, we also okay. ripped a case of ripped a case of Prism Draft Baseball. That's a weird product. I don't mind it. It's a hundred bucks. You get five autos. You get everybody from the recent draft and some of the guys who weren't in draft as well. But we pulled a couple of nice Elijah Greens. We pulled Tamar Johnson. You have Color Blast, and then you've got another insert that I cannot remember the name of. Lava Flow, maybe? Like one per case? Oh, okay. Again, this is a cheap product. It's 100 bucks. I, I actually don't mind it, though. We ripped a whole 16 bucks case. Stuff like that I kind of don't hate simply because I like that there's like different options to get draft player autographs. So anyways, I thought it was a decent product. I, th- I think it's sitting up in any site still, so just wanted to mention it. Did we want to talk any more about the 2021 uh, draft class comparison that I did, they yeah. did the so, report on? So this is insane to me. Again, we always get the overreactions. We saw it with Brock Purdy. So yeah, so just going off Prism Silver Raws from 2021 rookies, the last three sales, Cam Thomas is averaging $51. Insane. The last three sales of Kate Cunningham, Kate Cunningham <laughs> who most people, I think if you had to put money on one guy in 10 years who was the guy from the class, it's probably him. Not Jalen? I don't know. I like Cade. Okay. Uh, 30 bucks. Jalen Green, He's, 57. Think, now his raw, that I think this is the only raw that we're going to talk about is higher than his raw, uh, than Cade, or I'm sorry, Cam's yeah, raw. Keeps going now because I want to see the other two guys. Keep going. So yeah, so you got, and then Evan Mobley, $28. Did they add? Oh, they added Josh Giddy's well. Giddy's 12 bucks. Uh, Franz Wagner, who cares? Scotty Barnes was the last one. $18. So he's literally outselling everybody in the class already, except for Jalen Green. And by the way, Jalen Green had an $85 buy now, which really throws off the three-card average. Well, so if you go, if you take away the two peaks, he's actually outselling him as well. Now, look at though, his one-of-one, one, the Panini one-in-one one prime jersey out of 99. So uh, didn't put together this report where we've got this card pricing. And 550 is what that card last went for, for Cam Thomas. Everybody else is significantly lower. Cade is at 365. Jalen Green's 345. Evan Mobley, 192. Giddy, 265. Uh, Franz, 190. And then Barnes is 255. He's $200 over the next one for his one and one. That's, and that's, again, this is the reason why you sell him right now. Yeah. Even if, and I, and I think they're what, fourth or fifth in the East right now? Obviously, that's built on the back. Well, actually, they may have fallen even further than that. The Nets are. Fifth. Yeah. I mean, without Durant, without Kyrie, they're not winning a playoff series. Like there's no chance. I think even if you are high on this kid, they're like, Hey, he's super, cause he is super young, mm-hmm. super talented. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't sell everything right now. Buy it back in a couple months. Okay. Like, I just think we're at a point in the, mo- in the market, in the hobby, everybody wants to do like, I, I really think it's more of a play thing safe right now. Sell this dude. Cause he's super high. Um, if you want to go out and get a KD, like a really nice rookie, cause he's a legacy guy and you want him wait a couple weeks, like see what happens. Even if you think he's going to win a championship this year, you know, fantastic. But like, I just think now is a good time with a lot of these moves for patience. I wouldn't rush out and buy any of these guys like him, Durant, Kyrie, I just wait. I would sell him immediately. And the other guys, Durant and Kyrie, I would kind of wait and see what they actually do before I make a big move. Okay, cool. There you go. I like that, though. Good good stuff put on by the, uh, interns. By the interns. Max, Thank you guys. both of them, I don't know. One of them, both of them. They're, it's a team effort every time is what I believe. Um, I think that was kind of it before we get to mail. Oh, before we do, though, um, just we did post up on the, if you haven't seen on our social medias, there are a couple contests right now so if you go out and you want to be a part of the 
uh, Mint Collective, if you think you can make it, or you just want to try and win a box of recon, go to social media, uh, specifically Instagram and Twitter, enter those contests. We're going to pull a winner this weekend. Um, hopefully you win. There you go. Last, Can I win that? How does that work? I don't think you could, but I mean, you know, stranger things have happened. Speaking of stranger things, uh, the show? Those cards are supposed to release very soon, supposedly oh, from, from Zero uh, Cool. Zero Cool. Yeah, just as a little update. Keep on an eye, uh, keep an eye out if you guys are there. I know there's a number of you that are waiting that bought those. They're supposedly coming out like any day now, so we'll see. Uh, lastly, oh, I want to talk. By the way, we can do the pristine thing now. After yes. this, I do want to do at least spend a couple minutes on this series one checklist because it got released. I think it was some stuff in mailbag. It's it's stupid good, but do pristine first. Please, yes. That comes out next week. We'll review it a little bit more on Monday with pricing, but I did at least want to talk checklist. Awesome. Uh, so then the Sunday is ending the auction. Uh, we do this every Thursday afternoon, basically give you an idea for what we think might be some decent buys on the pristine auction uh, site. There is, again, if you use nonsense as your signup code, you get $10 free. These all end with no reserve this Sunday. The first card that I had seen on here that, I mean, I'm, I've already bid on it. It's the Wayne Gretzky tops, uh, PSA 1979 four? PSA four. It's currently at $441. The last couple that have sold were Six. 800 What'd and, you bid? uh, 1140. Uh, I'm currently up. Uh, my bid is like 700, like or high bid. So you bid 700. Well, I mean, like the last the You're last sale that sold two days ago was 870. Three days ago was 1100. dollars Okay, chill out, dude. So, Interesting. anyways, I actually. Um, so I'm. Anything else you're bidding on? No, that's the main one right now. So oh, I didn't it, see this Michael Jordan PSA eight. It's going to cost you a little more than 700 bucks. Yeah, I don't know. So I there was a box. It's a wrap box, too. 1989 Upper Deck High Number. Uh, that's like the, the cool type of old stuff. I like breaking. Just I, I just enjoy it. Like, it's the big chase, the Griffey rookie. I don't actually know what it's gone for recently, but I put in a bid because I was like, I just love to rip it. And I've never actually, I've ripped probably eight to 10 boxes of that in my life. Mm-hmm. I've never once pulled a Griffey myself that, that got a 10 as a grade. I got a nine. So I would love it. I'd like to think I'm going to resell this, but realistically, I'm probably just going to just going to sit and rip it myself if I win. Really? Yeah, I, I, dude, it'd be cool. Like that was the card. You do it up. live though, so we can re- see it. I assume? Yes, okay. absolutely. Okay, but um, all right. There's so also that- some nice Durant. By the way, again, I'm not saying go out and do this, but there's a bunch of Durant rookie stuff for sale right now too. So there's also a lot of Brady stuff on there. Yeah, it's weird because the Brady market didn't move like people thought. It's been the least impactful retirement of an all-time great ever because he already did it once. And yeah, that's like, the problem. Eh, whatever. <laughs> so I, it's probably not a bad time to buy Brady because I don't think the prices are going to go, you know, get exorbitant. And, the, and again, the economy's garbage right now. So, um, you know what? I did. I just realized that my seven hundred dollar bid did not go through at first. Okay, it did now. Um, okay, well. Someone else just bumped the price up. So now that card is not $440. It is $657. Are people listening live? Is that what's happening? If they, by the time they listen to this, there's someone who's going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go outbid to this guy. I hope Durant rookie stuff takes off a little bit because I think I still have like 38 or 40 of those white border 20, 2007 You tops. have that many left? I thought oh. you got rid of almost all I of did, them. but I bought like 60. <laughs> you bought- I think I spent an even 40000 on that whole lot. Have you bought any more since then? 
No, I would. Okay. I, was, oh, I have such disdain for it. Absolutely not. But I mean, there's been, I feel like there's been opportunities where he's been so low. And honestly, it's one of those when you get such a kick in the face on a card. <laughs> it's like, you know what? I, I don't need to relive this. He insulted you so badly. All right. I do want to talk about series one checklist, 2023 top series one. It drops on the 15th. So that would be uh, next Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. Next Wednesday's release. Um, again, we'll do pricing box breakdown, all that stuff. But obviously, it's a paper flagship product, so we're chasing rookie stuff. And in the past, like I've made some stuff. Oh, you know who I didn't check? Uh Uh-oh. Pull up the checklist. It's on cardboardconnection.com. Pull the checklist and then do, here's a, listen to me closely, tech boy. Control F. If you type in a name, it'll pull it up. Corbin. I want to see if Corbin Carroll has a rookie. That's the only one I overlooked. For series one is what you're wanting to do. 2023 top series one. Here are the names, though, that are confirmed. Uh, So the two top end guys, in my opinion. Adley Rushman, Michael Harris, two studs. Like those guys are going to anchor the entire rookie class. It's a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. Control F. What was the name again? Corbin. C O R B I N. I got too busy. Last name is Carol. Jimmy Dean's our type. There's a Corbin Burns. <clears throat> Don't care about him. Pitcher for the Brewers. No Corbin Carroll. Okay, so Corbin Carroll, we were just checking. He is not. But. Two top end guys, Adley, Michael Harris, both studs. The rest of the checklist is actually really, really good. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. And again, it's a paper product. We're talking rip a bunch of the stuff, grade all the base, grade everything quick with SGC, flip it, and be done with it. Um, like this is a perfect product, actually. I hate to keep plugging it. It just happens to fit. Like rip this when we sell personals on the app. I'll grade them for you direct with SGC. When they come back, we'll consign them immediately. Like it's, it's literally, that's the type of product it is. Unless you get big stuff, but you get the two top end guys, Riley Green, who's a stud for the Tigers. Nolan Gorman, who's actually turned things around pretty well for himself. JJ Blade, I really like. He's a 2019 draft guy. I like JJ for my, I think he's still with the Marlins. He was a stud coming out of Vanderbilt. He was a top 10 pick, I believe. Super talented kid. His market's cooled off just because of the market he's in. But I actually really like J.J. Blade. Gunnar Henderson's another guy. Absolute stud for the Orioles. Travis Swaggerty's another guy. I think I would buy Swaggerty stuff cheap. Like I think his market's super cheap. He's a 2018 draft kid. Uh, got a good bat, though. He's had some slumps, but I think he's going to be a good player. I like Swaggerty. Brett Beatty. He was for the Mets. He may have gotten traded. Came up with the Mets in 2019. I like him. And then Nolan Jones for the Guardians. There's a couple other guys as well, but I was actually pleasantly surprised with the depth and the top-end talent of that checklist. So we'll go over more on Monday's show. It comes out next Wednesday, but just to kind of give you an idea, I think it's going to be a good product. Okay, what is this? The card. So we're looking at a Topps rookie of Nolan Gorman. And what is it? Like an insert of some kind, I guess? Like an insert set? So you're saying Nolan Gorman is not in this in what's what I just said he is in this. I, I thought, thought okay. Cause I was like, what are we talking about? We just said he was. And then Corbin I thought Carroll. we came back. We're talking Corbin Carroll. Nolan Gorman's in. Yeah. Nolan Gorman's on checklist. Okay. Okay. For some reason I thought you said he wasn't. I misheard that. Okay. We're good. Mailbag. Mailbag time. I do want to get to one mailbag that someone messaged me first, just so I don't forget it. A lot of guys don't always get to the Facebook group in time, so they send messages. It's it's nice. He continue to send those to Jesse. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want them read, yeah, absolutely send them to me. Um, all right. So first question comes from Ian Calverta. Mm-hmm. Mailbag. Jesse. Did he say that or you? He did. Say, no, he said mailbag. Okay. He said mailbag period, not an exclamation point. And I definitely said it with an exclamation. 
Hi, Jesse. Found you guys on Facebook, then Spotify a couple months back and love con love the content. Wow, that's nice. Question for you guys for the mailbag. What are the considerations when buying and selling wax? I've just started buying some baseball wax and trying to figure out when to sell, especially with redemptions to think about. Not sure if you guys have talked about this much in the past. Yeah, we have. There's a couple of products that come to mind. I mean, right to the forefront of the mind. I don't know how I, why I said that or why I said hey, like that. Do you so. notice how I'm not making fun of you for saying something weird or wrong? You're not quick witted enough. I um, could. I you don't 20, have to be because you just insult them. Twenty twenty football. Like Joe Burrow is a redemption in a ton of stuff. It scared the crap out of me, so I moved a bunch of my twenty twenty stuff before that two year mark. Um, twenty twenty one, like Justin Fields, again top end rookie. You're chasing. And you know, 2021 rookie uh, or 2020 rather basketball, like LaMelo still is, he's finally starting to sign, but yeah, it is a concern. It just depends on the product, I guess. Like if we're talking products where there's a bunch of base, like contenders is a super heavy rookie auto product in football. I moved my contenders cases because I was terrified with Joe Burrow that guys were going to get this down the road and it was just going to be a, a horrible look. So it's definitely something you have to keep in mind, but I, it's pretty rare when buying and selling, like, are you worried about this? Although I just bought a case of 2019 National Treasures Baseball, and I'll be honest with you, those are all expired redemptions. Mm -hmm. I do, now granted, I will call on every favor we have with anybody at Panini if we pull a, pull one of those, but it did cross my mind after I bought it. I was like, what if we pull like a one-on-one Tatis out of this as a redemption? Do you don't think the price was reflected with no, the fact that? No, $1,000 a box, more oh, than that. So geez. it does scare me a little bit, but so I don't know. You have to be balanced, I guess, but. In general, wax pricing doesn't, at least historically, has not really reflected redemptions or not. Next question, Jesse. Uh, Andrew Kahn's going straight for the jugular, and I love it. Can someone put together a reel of all the times Geo said the Nets were going to get it together? Um, I'm shocked. Christopher Duff went on to add on, pile on. He says the path is wide open for Ben Simmons now. Um, <laughs> thank you, Chris. That was, uh, two, here we go. Here we go. Benny comments. Boy. Thank you. Uh, he does have a question though. Andrew wanted to know, does Super Bowl MVP do much for card value for a lesser known player? Like Kenny Gainwell or Dallas go dare, go, go bear, go bear. Yeah. Goddard. Goddard. Yeah. I was about to I say none of these sound um, right, but maybe, um, I, I would think it would absolutely. Right. Like for a lesser known, if it's for someone, it, it is, but like, I don't know that they go nuclear on like the fourth option as a receiver who just happens to have a great game. There's probably a little bit of a bump, but I don't know that people are going to go crazy for the stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'd, I'd be cautious there. Cody James. Well, but we also made a comment on the last episode about being surprised about LeBron James pricing going up. Cause he beat that record. So Take that with a grain of salt, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was wrong there. So <laughs> <That> thanks. Was, <laughs> I mean, we're just getting all that out of the way. You know, and the rest of this is very clean for you. Cody you. James, what former player from the 80s to 2000s rookie do you think is underrated card-wise? <laughs> I mean, that's a that is pretty a, wide open. I mean, there's a lot. I mean, quite frankly, there's a ton of guys. If we're talking basketball, we'll stick with that. I still look at some of the centers from the nineties. Well, in rookie cards in the eighties, early nineties, Hakeem Olajuwon, you know, Shaq, David Robinson. I know right now the sentiment is the hobby has discriminated against tall people, which I'm all for, by the way, I hate tall people except for Jesse. Kevin Durant is tall though, bro. Yeah, but he plays a wing. That's different. <laughs> okay. uh, big men in the NBA um, have historically been hated on by the hobby in terms of value for how good they are. But um, I mean, those guys definitely come to mind. I'm trying to think of who else. I would just think vintage, since vintage is so hot, 
I would just go the earlier, the better. Anything closer to the 80s? Yeah, but like, you got to have the name, too. I, I actually think Albert Pujols is a guy who kind of falls into that. The 700 home run stuff went crazy this year, so that's a weird a weird thing because it, okay. did, it did bring his market way up. But I think Pujols is good as well. Even guys like Frank Thomas, like we already saw that kind of movement with all those guys who were kind of my generation's rookies in 2020. Mm-hmm. I think we could see that again, like in three to five years. Again, we look back, it's like, hey, the economy's great again. We have money to spend. And all of a sudden there's a big rise in all of the sports cards market. Cool. I'm going to go back and get rookie of this guy that I liked as a kid. I've often thought that Barry Bonds. Oh, is, that's a good one. Especially if he gets a hole. Well, that's, and my thinking is there can't be a day with their, there's so much leniency on everything these days. And I know I sound old when I say this, but it really is true that there seems to be more leniency on every topic, every social matter. And so why wouldn't they at some point let Barry Bonds into the Hall of Fame? And at that point, I do think you're looking at a very, a very large increase in price. So that's my thought. That's fair. That's a good point, actually. I like the reasoning there. Don't patronize me. Uh, stupid Corey, thank you. Corey Thompson, did the junk wax era pertain to all sports, such as basketball or mainly baseball? I mean, baseball for sure. I don't, you know, that's a good question. I thought it was a good question, too, because I just assumed it was all cards. But when I think about it, I just think baseball. I think probably to a degree all sports. But, yeah, I don't have a great answer for you there, to be honest with you. Sorry. Um, Someone, someone, you know what? Someone answer that question and get, let us know. We'll, we'll say it on the next pod. Mike Blyke, I never bleach, I think is how you actually pronounce it. Uh, how do you feel about the re- released S1 checklist? We talked about that already. Yeah. We will bring that up more next week. Very pleasantly surprised though. Like I was actually, I like the fact that there's top end talent that had to come out selling well, but I think there's some good sleeper ish type picks like Swaggerty, Brett Beatty. Some of these guys who have kind of fallen out of favor who came up with a ton of hype for a reason. So I, I, I that kind of gets me back to my prospecting roots a little bit. And I like it. Uh, Michael Ferrario is back. He, uh, I don't know if you looked into this. I asked you beforehand. He says, is Bowman's best baseball coming out for 2022? It's definitely coming out. Like actually we've started getting solicited. I think fanatics started to solicit some people, meaning like take your, um, like, Hey, how many cases do you want on pre-order? I've heard some guys actually starting to order that. I am trying to bring it in right now. I'm going to let you know. Because, again, that's a product that's traditionally come out Christmas week almost every year. Uh, and then this year, I don't. I haven't seen an official release date, and I don't see much of it at all. Um, yeah, like on Blowout right now, I don't even see it available to pre-order. Yeah, it's it hasn't been on there. Yeah, it's wild. Wait, I mean, they, I, I would assume it's going to be crazy expensive. When they solicit you guys, like the guys who have contracts to buy, do you already, or has product already been made at that point? Or, I have no idea. Because I'm just curious, like, if they're asking based on, like, oh, we're, we'll produce this much It's because definitely of not that. made to order. Like, hey, I want 50 cases. you got sure. allocated six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I haven't, and I, I still don't see a date. So, no, I have no idea. Sorry. John Boren, now that the football season is over and there are players that may be worth, are there players that may be worth targeting since their prices have, uh, Overcorrected. I'm sorry. I couldn't read that word for a second. Read that again, please. Just he wants to know now that the football season is over, are there any players that may be worth targeting since their prices have overcorrected? He, he references Allen, Lamar, Herbert. They're all down. Um, I mean, Lamar is interesting for sure. Obviously, quarterbacks to me are always the ones to look at. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even You know, 
I don't know, Josh. I, it's hard to say at this point too because we're getting ready to go into the off season. So I don't think anything's corrected. That's what I was gonna say. Is now even the time? Really? It's a great question for four and a half weeks from now. Okay. To, to me, give it some time. Let's get in the off season and see what corrections actually happen. I'd be surprised if guys Josh, are buying up right now. Yeah. The only thing I would say about Josh Allen, that's one guy that comes. I don't know that he is because, dude. Like, if you look at his pricing, and we use this term a lot, probably too much. Like it is already baked in that he is like potentially the best quarterback in the game and, you know, is going to win championships. And I, I just don't know, based on what you see in the postseason from this kid, I don't know if that's going to happen. So, okay. Uh, Brian Johnson, why are card companies not more transparent regarding print runs on base cards year to year? We've been asked this before. I have no clue. Honestly, they are very secretive, even like us for whatever connections we yeah. have with them. It doesn't really get us that knowledge. They Is it to like, I'm just asking you now as somebody sure. like, Hey, I'm a corporate guy. I know you're not, but just play the part for a second. I've been corporate. That's what right. So you would, is that to create a bit more of a perceived scarcity? I think it's for multiple reasons, but yeah, that is for one of them. I okay. would, I would think too, that if you don't tell everybody, uh, basically the more you can keep secret. And I say secret, not like they're trying to purposely hide anything, but the more uh, information that gets out there, the more that people can say, Oh, there's a flaw. Here's a problem. Okay. The more you keep behind the chest, you can behind the vest. How do you. It's a good question. Yeah. Carlos, can you help us out with that one? Keep it Is behind. It, keep the, it. Keep, keep it, it close to your chest, co- close to the chest, close I think yeah, close, close to the chest, I think. Right? There we go. Well, that's what we're going with. It is here. Hey, guys, comment uh, no, on Twitter. No, <laughs> do not do that. Uh, Abe, oh, man, I never know how to pronounce his last name. A-B-T is how you spell that. Oh, this was a really long one. Are you are you comfortable with this? Actually, I'm just going to read the first the first sentence. Yeah, that was my Who <laughs> are some sleeper Hall of Famers that are going under the radar right now? <laughs> It's a little general. No, it's not because of that. He just, does go in a little more depth, but it's just very long. So I didn't I don't want to get into all of it. I mean, again, I for me, let's go specific sports. Like if I'm gonna go with football, I'm always gonna stick with quarterbacks. Okay. That has proven to be the amount. Uh he names a couple, by the way, in his question. Peyton Manning to me is historically underrated and undervalued in my opinion. Not underrated, undervalued in my opinion. Do you know who has the most MVPs? Of all time, what quarterback? I mean, I'm guessing it's Peyton. Peyton Manning. Talking about. Peyton Manning. He's got five? Yep. Okay. I mean, Rodgers has four. Um, yeah, Peyton, to me, is probably a good pick. A couple Super Bowls and five MVPs. Pretty ridiculous. Um, I know that because of trivia night this last week. So oh, that's a fun well, fact. I like that. Um, I'm trying to think of who else. Like, again, it's just so tough. Honestly, even like Kevin Garnett, that's a hometown pick for me. I loved him in Boston. I think he's a top 20, top 18 player of all time. And I look at his rookie stuff and I'm like, man, he's, he's cheap compared to some other contemporaries who are not as good as he was. Um, David Ortiz, another guy I think comes to mind. Ortiz is weird to me too, by the way, not only does he have historically great numbers, 500 plus home runs, hall of famer. What's wild about the Ortiz thing is I would argue he's the greatest clutch hitter of all time and has multiple rings. And it just seems like, again, his market compared to a Jeter, Compared to uh, Ripken, like it's not as, I don't know. That's always made me kind of wonder as well. So I'll go with those three. Plenty I'm forgetting, by the way. Uh, Ashish Patel. AP. I know AP. AP. Does the recent uptick in modern pop counts slash print runs make the 90s more attractive finally? 
I mean, not finally. It, it happened a couple of years ago, but absolutely. And like AP is a big 90s basketball guy. Like when I do those 90s auctions. Oh, he's in there. Yeah, he's in there and it goes crazy because it's stuff you don't see all the time and it's hard to find in good grades. So absolutely. Um, I would also think too that anything that's considered, you know, overprinted or whatever the case may be is only overprinted based on current population of guys in the hobby. You would think the more it grows, the more that doesn't seem as sure. big of an issue. Yeah, Luca has 20,000 PSA 10 prisms. Yeah, but there's another you know, in six years, another 95,000 guys in the hobby and these guys want. So yeah, I, it's fair. Direct correlation. Um, Josh Tallman. Oh, I'm sorry. John Tallman is trivia night. Jesse's new hide, uh, side hustle. Not when he doesn't for make a, any money for a on side it. hustle. You have to make money on yeah. it. I give you a little support here. <laughs> well, actually the last one, the football night I thought, cause guys, I thought being a sports card app, there would be more guys winning football as a topic, but uh, the Seinfeld one sold out just fine, but football didn't sell out. So, uh, yeah, I'm not really in it to make money either. It's just more for fun and to get more eyes on there. So okay. unless I start doing a big one, uh, here's a real question. Who wants to do like a hundred dollar trivia night? 10 guys, hundred bucks a piece. Oh, okay. Yeah. You could do 10 guys. I was thinking 20 guys still, but Take yeah, that'd be fun. I, I, I do think trivia nights Three a winners. lot of fun just for everybody involved. And I get a lot of really good feedback on it. I just want more guys to get, uh, get 600, spots. 200, 100, boom. Oh, okay. Yeah. That'd no, be 500. Fun. Cause after the app fees, you make a hundred bucks too. There you go. 500, 200, 100. Who's in? You guys so many in? people. You're in? Yeah. I don't think they're going to answer you right now. Though. <laughs> Jake Manning, probably selling NBA cards is at its best during the playoffs, but are there any other key opportunities to be looking out during the regular season? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, during the playoffs for sure. He mentioned a couple things, all-star break and eh. Trade deadline, if there's a trade. After a historic game, I mean, maybe, but that's so few and far between. Like, after LeBron's, sure. Like, his stuff is up right now. Mm -hmm. But in general, yes, it's it's the playoffs. There are some crazy standouts like Cam Thomas, a rookie who most people just don't give any thought to. Mm -hmm. Setting the record for the most points ever scored by in three games by the youngest kid, you know, ever. Okay, there's going to be a major spike. But in general, it's the playoffs or if something crazy happens. Okay. Kyle Patillo, how rare are non-serial, non-common colors? Example, teal is NBA Hoops premium stock, not meaning silvers or hyper. I mean, it seems like a lot of that stuff when it's not numbered comes out quite a bit. So I don't think it's all that rare. And the prices kind of reflect that. So, yeah, I don't have exact odds, but they don't seem to be all that rare. Carlos Salazar, the future of sports player contracts. All these guys demanding trades, sitting out games. What new conditions will we see or are they already in play? Long year contracts about to die? Question mark. It is crazy. Like now you just say, I don't want to play here anymore. You have to trade me and you have to trade them. It does. Seem and I like get they it. have almost too much control. Yeah. And especially in the NBA, like that's, it's pretty simple. Like Kyrie, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Trade to the Mavs. Durant obviously said he didn't want to be in Brooklyn. Gone. Yeah. I don't know how you ever correct that though, quite frankly. So it's funny because like I was listening to something earlier today about guys in the music industry and how little control, if you sign with a label, really how little control you have over your music and what you get paid. And basically they can make whatever demands they want. It seems almost the opposite with a lot of sports, especially basketball, where they can make the demands and you just have to go by it. I wonder if we do see a trade to Ben. I think it would be beneficial to the audience, the fans 
to a, a bigger degree, wouldn't it? Do you think? Like, I do. I agree with that. If they had maybe just slightly less control, just if they're going to take I mean, advantage of it like that? To the fans in the sense that at least then there would have to be some loyalty to the team. Exactly. Like you'd have to stay, which keeps the fan base engaged. But it's like, hey, I paid money to go to this game a few months ago, and oh, you're sitting out because you don't want to, you know, you're working on your contract deal or whatever. Yeah, and then is. Matt's kid gets to keep wearing a Kyrie jersey. <laughs> so the real win. Uh, speaking of Matt, Matt to careless. Which players' cards value benefit most from the NBA trade deadline? Like so far, like I mean, so, so far. R- right now it's been Kyrie. K- KD's been a little bit slower to move. Kyrie's okay. definitely moved the most so far. We'll see what happens. Kyrie, I was looking at Kyrie's pricing. He is still up. He hasn't changed since we talked about it on Monday, but um, not really, not a ton. It, he hasn't fallen. And he hasn't gone up a significant amount, which makes me think that that pricing may change. It's not like just a up and then straight back down type of thing. Also, we never talked about this, but LeBron pricing, I did look it up just because, you know, we've been talking about how we just assumed it was going to drop significantly. It stayed. His tops Chrome did drop. Like, so okay. it's PSA 10, 2003 tops Chrome. It has dropped from where it was. So I think, uh, what was Monday? That was the the fifth or something. Yep. So um, Maybe. it was selling at like 9,200 a few days ago and it's down to 7,100. So that's, uh, and there've been a couple sales, uh, you know, 7,500, 7,100. LeBron 2003 tops where he's holding the Jersey. The top paper, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that was doing like 2500 up from 2000 And I just pulled like another random one. It's 2019 Prism PSA 10. I don't know why that's a card in the card letter, but these other LeBrons are all up um, over the, hmm. I think over the last day or two, they're still up like 5 or 10% since the uh, uh, record was set. So just an update on where LeBron pricing went. We'll see next week if it has a drop off. Stefan Bing is asking about formula one. There's some new stuff coming out. Sapphire tops, Chrome, all this stuff. He brings up a good point. We probably do have to have an F one discussion in the near future. Well, that'd be good. Jason Whenever Flynn, Jason maybe. comes back. Yeah. He's also a big guy there. Um, Joel Haas, his question. I, I watched the video. He oh, just you wants, did. yeah, he would just like to know why are you the way you are? Mike? I love that. That's from the Toby exit interview. It's a fair question. Are you giving him your watch? <laughs> Yes, I How did you know that? Uh, Uh, Tyler Cameron, in your opinion, is grading newer inserts in case hits worth it? I pulled a Brees Hall glass mosaic recently, not a Jets fan, so planning a move probably closer to the beginning of the start of the next season. Yeah, I mean, case hits for sure. And then the inserts, depending on the rarity and the value, is it worth it? Yes. Uh, Johnny F., who's your donkey of the week, Mike? It's a good question. I don't know this one off the top of my head. I haven't been irritated with a lot of people this week. Well, you did the rant, Le- the LeBron rant. Oh, Was there anybody? Any, I would say. Any, or the Panini video with all those guys in there. Some oh, of that was That's true. I'll use those brutal. two good examples. Anybody who shared the Adam Vinatieri graphic and said, hey, Vinatieri is the all-time points leader in the NFL. Does that mean he's the greatest to try to take a shot at LeBron? You guys are donkeys. Wait, kicker did they in the NFL? get that from my trivia night? Because that was one of the questions. You're trending, bro. A lot of people guess um, Morton. It wasn't Morton. It and, was then, and then the guys in the, yeah, we did the live rip where we ripped Impeccable, which by the way is, I know it's expensive. Impeccable football is awesome. Um, we ripped a box with Jeff. Jeff works with products and like in some marketing stuff. The chat just went crazy with the redemption stuff. And I was like, guys, Jeff doesn't have an answer. I don't have an answer. You can ask 57 different ways. You're not going to get one here. Not Sorry. that we don't want any answer way, for you. I, yeah, I, we've reached out to some people. I'd love to have somebody from Panini come on and like, hey, 
What can we do? What is the plan with redemptions? But it was like, at some point you just have donkeys in the chat, just same question, same. And it was like, Oh, but now you're not reading the chat. I was like, no, I've read the same question 87 times. The answer hasn't changed. I'd rather just rip some basketball or some football cards. Well, it wasn't even, it was just, some of them were just overall hostile about it. Like it wasn't just when you're 35 in your parents' basement wearing sweatpants, (laughs) you're, you're allowed to have some hostility. Uh, not that you all are, but uh, most of those people were. Yeah, no, none of our listeners we are. Got a ton of questions. We got to keep. Rolling I know. Let's um, go. Two or three more. We got to go. I'm sorry, Johnny. I can't. I don't have time for your second question, David Wang. When all is said and done, which Chrome J Rod base and auto cards will be considered his true Chromium rookie cards? I think we're just going to go straight tops Chrome. Period. Okay. I think Boom, that's roasted. typically always the answer, right? Is it not? In general, yeah. Okay. Which is interesting because I got solicited a new Topps Chrome product this this week. It comes out in a few weeks. Was it the McDonald's um, one? Topps Chrome Sonic. The only difference is it's dirt cheap. The hedgehog? Yep. <laughs> so a lot of Topps Chrome SKUs this year. I don't hate it because the price is cheap at least. So we'll see. All right. Uh, let's go on. Christopher Duff actually has a real question. He said, what's your criteria for deciding you're going to hold a guy for a really long time, like five, 10 years plus? My thing is for me to hold something that long, it has to be a personal connection for me. Cause even like the Willie Mays stuff I bought the big bill, well, Bill Russell's different, but the big Willie Mays, the big Michael Jordans, I literally only bought those. I think they were a decent investment, but I bought those to sell for me to hold it long-term. It has to be a, somebody I really enjoyed watching Griffey bird, Brady, Bill Russell, and B has to be a card. I think will hold the value. That is really, those are the only two criteria for me when holding long-term. I like this question from Mauricio uh, Santillian. It's the wizard. Do you guys think the NBA being the main topic of conversation in regards a lot to NBA or uh, LeBron James stuff and the crazy trades going on will give the NBA part of the hobby a big push after the Super Bowl? Yeah. It, I kind of think it does in a sense. Like it's getting that, guys psyched for NBA right now. It got me psyched. Yeah. Not only that, there's also nothing else going on. It's, yeah, perf- it's actually perfect timing. Too. So Zach Thomason. I don't see a reason to use Beckett anymore. PSA sells better and SGC gets it back to you quicker. Um, you yourself have said it, my friend. That was I not really myself question, agree. But that's, uh, I agree, though. Uh, Russ LeBaron, if you took out the A in his last name, it would be LeBron. He okay. just keeps popping up. So many people get ripped off online. Give us the expert's advice on how and what to avoid buying cards online. I mean, be reasonable, do some due diligence, like look at the condition of a card. Look how many sales the seller has as well. Is it a zero feedback guy selling a LeBron RPA? (laughs) Take a minute and read some feedback. And then your payment methods, like if you're making a private deal, pay PayPal goods, you know, pay the extra 3%. Although I think the seller should cover that, but whatever. So you have some sort of payment protection if there's an issue there. Uh, If you're doing on a social media platform, can you get vouchers for the guys? Anybody else dealt with this person? Uh, Can you use a middleman? Like different stuff like that, I think is... And if it's too good of a deal to be true, it's probably not true. That's fair. Okay, that LeBron PSA 10, it's like, man, my house just caught on fire. I'm selling this $8,000 card for two grand, but I need it today. (laughs) You don't have a house, and there wasn't a fire. AJ, our last question, AJ Dolce. No, not last question? He asked about a product I don't really know anything about. Oh, Overtime Elite. Overtime Elite, yeah. Sorry, AJ. All right. Well, we we tried. Well, now you have to ask another one. Uh, hang on. I have to refresh. We keep, this has been a got, big question. Day. I got the last one and Ryan Martinez He got three different posts. Yeah, I'm only doing one. Yeah. Ryan strike one against you three in a <laughs> row. No, sir. Uh, with Zion still getting, that's the one I wanted Yeah, injured. Is it a better time to buy, sell or hold? So now he's not coming back till after the all-star game. Yeah. I think it's a time to hold. I don't have the confidence to keep saying 
buy. I don't want to give up and say sell. I think it's kind of one of those. Let's let's wait and see because I actually still think if and when that New Orleans team gets healthy, they're gonna click. And that kid's a highlight reel, so I like the I think upside. They won their last two games. Um, uh, I, I just hold them now, though. I don't. I don't overreact. But hold them. My only thing with Zion and thinking like maybe you could buy is that he really has not done anything pricing wise as far as even since he's come. Yeah, there's back. not been a big dip, so it's not like go buy him now. He's cheap. I yeah. just think you hold and see what happens. Okay. All right, there you go. That is your show. Thank you to Matt from uh, the Luca Podcast. I feel want, weird. We got. Shouldn't we be saying Cage Lawyer? We already. No, you, you were going <laughs> to give us social. I mean, what do you want here? Anyways, so yeah, appreciate the uh, the listen. I don't yes. know why I said that? I don't really care. <laughs> um, no, sports cards nonsense. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. We'll be back next week on Monday and Thursday. Oh, we're going to put a poll on the Spotify. If you guys uh, oh, yeah. listen on Spotify, check the poll, answer it. This is the first time we're promoting it because I just remembered. Boom, so roasted. Goodbye. Bye.